Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. I sure I'm glad you did. Hey, I'm excited uh, for our guest today. It's um, and it's a new week. You know, we we only doing two shows this week, and this is the first one. And man, uh, we're getting off to a, a really great start. Um, our guest today, she's an Americana singer songwriter, just talented, turned up to ten really blew me away um checking out all her music and whatnot and we've got a new she's got a new single that we are going to play today a little later in the show but without before we get ahead of ourselves without further ado i'd like to welcome uh miss miss or mrs i don't know or ms i don't know uh pam ross singer songwriter pam's just fine <laughs> no miss hey, Pam, whatever. pam's fine <laughs> nice nice a lady like me just i love it i love it um very cool. Well, let me ask you, you know, I, I was looking at your bio and everything, and it says that you uh, grew up in one of my favorite towns, uh, which is Pittsburgh, PA. Then you moved to Austin, another one of my favorite no. towns. Houston. Oh. Houston. Houston. Another. Yes, town. I lived most of my life in Houston, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There used to be a nightclub. I don't know if it's still there. It's called Numbers that I used to go to. It was pretty wild. Numbers. Yeah, pretty that's in the Montrose crowd. area. Yes. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, and incidentally, I've never been to a nightclub in Pittsburgh. I went to visit a friend in Pittsburgh. I had some medical. I had had a hernia. I didn't get taken care of. It came back to haunt me. Spent three months in the hospital. They saved my life in Pittsburgh, so I loved the town. But I did nothing socially there. You know, hung out in the hospital. <laughs> That's it. Houston, on the other hand, oh boy, oh boy. Yep. A lot of fun. Yep. 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 Uh-huh. And then Me too. you bounced out to North Carolina. What, was there a boy? Was there a girl? Something must have happened. How did you wind up out there? Yes. In 2020, during the pandemic, my wife oh. got offered a really great job. Um, nice. Huge, huge promotion, like a triple promotion kind of job. So um, we decided we would we would move here. So that's that's what it oh. took to get me out of Houston. <laughs> I gotcha, I gotcha. Well, you know, hey, you got you, you're standing by your gal. Nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Nothing wrong yep. with that at all. Let me ask you: Is she in the uh, in the arts in the creative world, or is she? Are, are you the are no. you the weird one in the? No, world? no, she she's uh, she's an uh, she came here to be a medical research scientist, and now she's teaching no. at uh, NC State. Nice. In some kind of bio something or other. Gotcha. Well, it's good. you know, and it's good in those relationships that somebody has a job. No, I'm, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm yeah, really. Oh, my God. Yes. See, that's the problem with me and my wife. We're both artists. So it's like, you know, we, we don't even think words like retirement and, and later in life. You know, we don't think about that. We're like, we're buying the scratch off tickets. What more can we do? Uh, <laughs> You know? One of these has got to pay off. Exactly. Gotcha. I've lost so many times. 
statistically, this, if I pull this slot machine one more time, I lived in Vegas this yep. summer. I saw that in reality. Um, oh, man, that happened. You know, it's crazy. It's crazy. So let me ask you, uh, Pam, um, when you were a young lass, uh, you know, did you know that, uh, you know, uh, indie folk singer superstar wasn't going to be in your future? Or, you know, did you not know that music and, and the arts and all that was for you? How did all this come about? Oh, I, I definitely knew that, that it, it's what mm. I wanted. Um, yeah, it, it's what, what I always wanted to do. So uh, that I'm doing it for a living is not a surprise, but sort of, you know, because a lot of people want to do it. Um, oh, but, but they want to. Let me tell you, I, my day job, I'm not in the music business. Um, I just hang out with music people because they throw the best parties um, and are the most fun <laughs> to hang out with. Um, very true. Very true. My movie and TV friends always looking for money. Um, they don't ask you direct, but they, you know, that's they're, they're always looking. We got to do more, four more scenes. We need some money. Um, yeah. Great. But here's the thing. My uh, my day job, what I do for a living, been doing this for 20 years, it, over 20 years, is I'm a painter. I paint pictures of people and stuff, and um, I I meet so many people as you do too. I'm sure who have that dream. They're like, I want to be doing this full time. I want to be doing what you're doing full time. You think uh-huh. that when you're not doing it, but, and Pam will tell you, we were talking about this before the show. Um, you will never have worked as hard as you do. You know, most people are happy like with a 40 hour work week. No, no. hundred hour work week. That's what we're used to. Yeah, you know? It's, it's nonstop. It, it really is. It's yeah, day and night. I, 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 it's, Waking up thinking about it, go to bed thinking about it all day long, either practicing, yeah. writing songs, reaching out to people, going to shows, making set lists. Yeah, it's, it's day and night. Exactly. And unless you're, you know, very cool like Pam might be, you know, where you have a team handling this stuff. No, man. We're the ones posting on Instagram, you know, answering complaints, yep. collections. <laughs> that's fun. In Pam's case, setting up gigs, um, you know, yep. checking – Checking out gigs, you know, do we want to play here? You know, is this is this the place to be? Yeah, I'm, I'm not at the point where I have people doing all of that for me. No, um, me neither. It, it would be great because I tell you what, social media sucks up a lot of time, a lot of time. And, yeah, it would definitely I'm be nice you. to have someone doing that for me, but I'm, I'm not at that level yet. Hopefully soon. Exactly. I have friends, we, uh, you know, I, I, we don't have any kids or anything, and, and I, I have friends that have, like, teenagers, you know, and I look at them so enviously, not because I like teenagers. In fact, they kind of annoy me a little bit, but the reality is <laughs> I look and go, if I only had a couple girls with cell phones and knew how to use them, I'd be set, man. I'd be putting them to work. Um, <laughs> yeah. Very true. Very true. I don't know what a WhatsApp is. What the hell is that? You know? Um, yeah, it's, barely it's, handle Facebook. it's crazy. There's so much stuff out there. I, I really just have to figure out what's most important and focus on it because you, you literally, you can't be on all of these sites posting as much as they need you to. So I really just focus on Facebook uh, and Instagram is, is where I right. put That's all my I time. Do. And they take up a lot of my time. <laughs> telling you i'm telling you and i don't even i used to i used to get sucked in um to facebook you know and people 
posting dumb stuff and whatnot. And oh, I just gotta I gotta comment on that, you know, put my two cents <laughs> in here. I'm that important. And then finally, Ooh, my wife's like, "Cat ever, I've got to say something." Right? She's like, "You're gonna have an aneurysm, man. You're gonna have a heart attack. Are you kidding me?" <laughs> and you know, we have a dog, and she's like, "Look at the dog. The dog's in the corner shaking because you're yelling at the PC at the computer." I'm like, yeah, okay, you're right. I'll chill out. <laughs> you know, so I feel like my dad watching a football game or something, you know, about <laughs> politics. I'm like, geez. I, I stay away here. from that on, on, on Facebook. I don't like, I, I, I keep that, uh, no, uh-uh. No, I'm the same way. <laughs> I am the same way. You know, and Facebook is wonderful. I had some, uh, this, this happened a couple of years ago, um, right about 2016 when all of the craziness was kind of starting um i had some relatives that i hadn't talked to i don't know in 40 years you know what i mean since i was a little kid and um they found me on facebook and it was great it would be reconnected and all this and that and then it wasn't great because they started in with all this from the south and uh the rich beautiful tapestry that's the south Uh, not too far from where you're at here um, you know, and they, uh, they started in with all this Confederate stuff and I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got this blood in me. This isn't good. I need a transfusion. Ah. Um, <laughs> oh man, quick, put on some house music. Gotta do something. Um, yeah, crazy, crazy. So you always, you always, what happened? Where is, hold on a second here. Pam, oh, we got a chance. Sure. This. this is live podcasting folks. There we go. Somebody didn't set the uh, the correct time on the show. I was trying to end the show oh. after 15 minutes. Are you kidding me? Pam's cool. I like talking to her. <laughs> um, so you knew. So did you start, like, playing guitar or take guitar lessons or piano? Or were you uh, that um, kind of like When I was kid? about 13, I started writing lyrics. I'd get, like, these beats in my oh. head, and I'd start writing down the words. And um, when I was 16, I started playing guitar. And ah. so, of course, eventually I started putting the, the music and uh, lyrics together. And uh, nice. it, it, it grew from there. That's fantastic. Okay. That is fantastic to know, um, you know, what, what you're going to be doing, your, your, your path, you know, um, that early. Pam, I know people 40 years old that haven't figured that out. You know what I mean? And um, yeah. I, I hope they do soon uh, because it's cool. It, it's very cool. I remember in my case, we uh, I had a group of friends. We'd all, you know, we'd go out and go to clubs and stuff. And then afterwards, we'd all wind up at Denny's because we all rented rooms from, uh, you know, older ladies, elder ladies. And uh, we couldn't go to anybody's apartment or house because we just rented rooms, you know. And it was it was the, the older lady. <laughs> she didn't want all those weirdos <laughs> showing up in the middle of the night. So we didn't go to Denny's, get a giant plate of nachos and a never-ending cup of coffee and sit there and BS and just hang out, be kids, you know. And I was sitting there, and I was always sketching stuff, you know, young young artist type, you know, dressed in black, black nail polish, you know, the whole bit. And um, <laughs> I'm sitting there sketching something. And some guy, some normal guy, he was like a grown-up. He was like a, you know, a mom or dad type age, which which you understand when you're that young. But now I say that, I'm like, well, that's 
What were they? Nineteen, Jamie? Um, do tell. No, no, they were fraud. They had a job and stuff. Because I noticed <laughs> because the guy came over and he bought the thing I was sketching. Gave me a hundred bucks for it. That was a lot of money cool. for, for you know for us. And um, the light bulb. That's when the light bulb. I'm like, I can make a living doing this. Oh my god. Get me into art school now, you know. All yep. downhill from there. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> think about that. If I hadn't went out that night, or I'd been sick, or stayed home, or I don't know, met a girl at the club and was doing something else, um, you know, uh, having Bible study or something, folks. Anyway, yes, and course. I wasn't at that Denny's. I'm sure the light bulb would have went off eventually, but mm-hmm. you know, it, it's it's weird those junction moments, you know, where where your life changes. And uh, I imagine yes. you getting a guitar, that was one of them, <laughs> you know. That, that, you that was one of them, it? yes. Do you still uh, have I don't guitar? have that. Uh, no, I don't have mm. that original guitar anymore. Let me ask you this, Pam. Now, I've known a lot of guitar players. Um, first off, you are much better looking than most of the guitar players I've ever known. Um, <laughs> well, thank I'm you. Just saying, I'm just saying, you know. Uh, do you have like a whole bunch of guitars? I have two questions. That's the first question. Do you, are you a guitar no. lady, like a guitar nut? No, um, I, I, I would like to be, but I don't have the, the money to be, uh, not yet. I uh, no, I, I have three you. guitars. I have two acoustics and an electric, but, nice. um, you know, talk to me in a year or two and, and, and that hopefully that question will be answered differently. <laughs> well, you know, when I record, I do use a bunch of different guitars. Yeah, I, I do it for recording. Um, when I I'm in the you. studio, I yeah, I the studio has a whole bunch of, of different guitars, and um, yeah, I use a, a wider range of of guitars. I think for no one around, I think I used a '65 or '67 Gibson acoustic for for that one. Wow. And uh, I think falling off the mar- I've fallen off the merry-go-round. I used my uh, Fender Telecaster, and I also used a, uh, I think, Tacomini, I think. Oh. And folks, so guitar I players are out break. of their minds. They're nuts. Um, they're like, oh, I can tell the difference in that. They can. Well, there's definitely the different audience. sounds. You know, and you, if I sat there and I played it with nothing else, you'd hear it. You'd be like, okay, I hear it. this guitar's got a real bright <laughs> sound. This one's got more of a, a deeper, rich sound. If you want on it, like, uh, gotcha. you know, I don't know, a slower song or something, and the happy upbeat, you want a brighter sound. So, yeah, definitely the, the guitars you're using make a difference. I don't think it's not so much live. People don't really notice live because with the guitar I'm playing live, I never used in the studio. People don't notice, but if it, when it comes down to recording stuff, everything you really does matter. You hear everything. I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, you know, the um, – the other question I wanted to ask you, being a guitar lady, um, every guitar player I've ever known has a milk crate full of broken electric guitar cords that they're going to get repaired someday, um, but they never do. It just sits in the closet, taking up space. Do you have one of those? Do you keep all your stuff? Nope. No. Broke, it goes out. It. And when it's broke, it's gone. I love that. I am an organization no, uh-uh. nut. I, love I know when it's broken. It. And I'm not going to hang around to stuff. I'm not a hoarder. I, no, 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 no. Nope, nope, I'm nope. the same way. <laughs> it's broken. I am the same. Go. My wife, on the other hand, is the odd. She is. She keeps everything. I, people always ask me, they're like, well, I imagine your art studio is real messy. I'm like, no, no. 
It's like a <laughs> surgical room. Everything's in its place. When I need something, I know where it's at. That's how yep. I like to operate. <laughs> you know? Yep, I'm with Fantastic. you on that, yes. Yeah. Yeah, even when you cook or something, I, I'm... She's getting better. She then the other night I asked her. I said, "Are you because I usually do the dishes in the house?" And um, I find repetitive, mind-numbing activities soothing, or I don't have to think about, or I can think about other things. And uh, I said, "What are you doing? You know, what are you doing, babe?" She's like, "Oh, I'm just cleaning up my mess that I made when I was cooking." And I, my heart, what was like the Grinch? My heart swelled two sizes. I was just so proud and so happy. <laughs> Looked over in the corner, my dog smiling. It was, it was magical. It was a magical moment. Because um, that wasn't always the case. <laughs> you know? A little rainbow it. appeared over your house. <laughs> oh, man. She has a, my wife has a fetish um, for flat surface. Any, if there's any surface, a table, a counter, anything in our house, it needs something on it in her mind. And um, ah. yeah, we drive each other nuts with it. Right, and I, folks, don't think I don't drive her nuts, you know, because I, she's like, we're not living in a museum, you know, what is wrong with you? Right. Um, relax there, but yeah, it's you know, you make it work. Anyway, so you we, you mentioned a couple tracks, um, and I had told you before we came on the air, um, no one around is what a phenomenal track, what a phenomenal track. That's, that's uh, my favorite one. Not a young, huh? That's my favorite song on the record. Oh, it's 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 fantastic. You know, I was just going to tell people it's, you know, it's it, and this applies. It's not an LGBTQ. Well, in this case, it happened. That happens to be the venue. But man, when you're young in that first love and all that, there, there's no wine sweeter. There's no wine sweeter because uh, it's all new, and the uh, the world is full exactly. Of you know? Exactly, you know, and we, we when we were doing the video, we, you know, there was a possibility of showing, you know, different couples, you know, like I had the two girls in the video, but also having like um, an interracial couple and something like that. But then we were like, yeah, the video is going to get too busy. It, it, it's it's going to get lost um, if you do too much because you only have three and a half minutes. So you right. have to be careful when you're doing a video that it doesn't get confusing and it doesn't get too song. busy. You know, because people are listening to the track, and they're kind of everybody. I mean, everybody does that. They they hear a track and they apply it to themselves, of course. You know, the right. part, exactly. The and um, so you, I I've seen videos where I'm like, eh, they didn't need to do that in that video. They could have done it different. I thought that. You know, not with that track. That is a great video and track. I love it, folks. We've been playing it all week on our, my social media, and we have it up on uh, my website. Uh, poprocksradio.com. Um, if you haven't Thank seen you. it, oh. yeah, you got to check it out. It's just really, really good. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free if you're a VIP member. You can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. 
Hey rockers, this is Stacy Lane Wilson, author and editor of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series. I have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians, artists, authors, filmmakers, and music historians. In season one, I interview Phil Toussaint from Ozzy Osbourne's band, Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the book 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrate, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember... T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and, of course, the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes & Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A. L-B-I-O-N.com. MichelleAubion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out. And so uh, after that, you know, uh, talking about first love and, and uh, you know, especially, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> after knocking that out of the park, <laughs> Pam said on her laurel, she says, we have a problem in this country. You, you must have been watching the news, which could have been any night of the week. And, and yeah. what the hell is going on? Like the rest of us, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And yeah, it, you sat down and wrote another track, Falling Off the Merry-Go-Round. What a poignant, um, just another fantastic track. And it addresses thank you. something that needs to be addressed, but nobody's addressing it, it seems, except Pam. Um, few people up there, few people, but uh, hopefully Some more. Reason people more. They they're they're afraid of it. Um, like the talk about it, or they'll delve into it, and and I think that's one of the problems. I mean, ignoring it or saying it's bad and then just dropping it is not going to solve anything. And and I also I don't think it's a gun problem. Guns play a part, yes, without a doubt. But I don't think anyone wakes up and says, 
oh, there's a gun. I think I'll go to school and shoot someone. No, no. there's a lot more going on. You know, I, I see this as a societal problem um, from Absolutely. a lot of different angles, and that's that's what I'm pointing at in the song. It's yes, guns are a problem, but you know what? So is bullying. So is you know lack of parenting in, in some instances. Um, in most, <laughs> in my there's opinion. not recognizing uh, someone in trouble. Just someone who's in trouble, not caring or, or you know, oh yeah, they're really depressed or they seem to be something's wrong with them. Oh well, you know, I'm just going to yeah. ignore it, and it's not my business. It's not my problem. Yes, it is. You know, when you see it's someone getting bullied, when you see someone in trouble, and it's yeah. and and the way the, the media deals with it, I think, is also a really big problem because the first thing they do is. Well, we're going to tell you everything we know about the shooter. You're giving them notoriety. Mm, make them famous. And a lot of these people, they feel marginalized. They feel neglected and, and shunned and pushed to the edges of society. And they're thinking, you know what? Everyone's going to remember me. And that's what they want. They want that notoriety. You know, I say we don't even mention their names. Just You commit a horrendous act like that, we just wipe you off. No one speaks your name yep. again. Don't give them that notoriety. But the media, you know, they got to play it off as much as they can. And I think it, every everything, you put it all together, and, and it's, you know, causing this huge problem. And people, they don't want to look at it that way because then they kind of have to look at themselves. Like, you know what, maybe I'm mm-hmm. part of the problem. And it's a lot easier just to say, it's all guns, and then turn their back. And saying that, if you take away the guns, these psychos are gonna they're gonna go and they're gonna make an IED, they're gonna put else. some kind of a poisonous gas together because they can internet it, you know. Exactly. Reaching out Born and trying to help people. them and talk to them and get them some help. That's our best recourse, not just banishing guns. Because they will find something else like they do in other countries. <laughs> you know, it's been mm-hmm. proven. Absolutely. And you know, the thing is, the reality is Every time this happens, every time, because I watch the news like everybody else. I, I limit how much news I watch, folks. Um, that has helped me tremendously, just a note for you there, um, because, you know, I just, I, although you get sucked into it if, you, if you're not careful. Um, but in every yeah. instance, it seems like, you know, everybody has the same story. They're like, well, you know, uh, and I'm not, I, I kind of joke around a little bit. I do that on serious subjects, folks, just don't think that I'm making light of a very non-funny situation. Um, but, yeah, you know, there's always, like, these precursors that come out. You know, well, you know, he was licking the windows and, and putting peanut butter on his face <laughs> for a week. But we all, you know, um, we didn't think yeah, it was any kind of Yeah, he's been turning into issue. serving drawings of shooting people and things yeah, like that. Yeah, you know, I, and why didn't someone say you know, anything? They've been posting about that they're going to do something big, and in a week they're going to be dead. Well, hello. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, in this country, and people say, "Well, it's too much," you know, to ask a society. That's horse malarkey. You know, um, after nine eleven, hey, we all got used to wearing flip flops on airplanes. You know what I mean? We have no problem <laughs> standing in line and tick. I, I'm telling you, before 9-11, I, I would go to a party. One of my biggest fears, I, I grew up in Metro Detroit, on the border of Canada. If you ever went to a party in Canada, in Canada, everybody takes their shoes off when they come into the house because it's usually snowy or muddy or something, and you don't want to mess up somebody's house. 
That was my biggest fear. I never wanted to drive a hole in my sock, you know? I mean, it was, like, mortifying taking my shoes off. It was just weird when I was a kid. 9-11 happened. It's like, ah, no problem. I'm, I'm not even going to wear shoes to the airport now, you know? I you know, don't wear shoes on the plane. <laughs> yeah, you know, hippie it all in there. No, I'm, I'm kidding. It, but it's weird. You know, it, it just takes if we all – and, you know, what, since we've been doing that, have there been airplanes? Yeah, but not – you know, this been different ones, drunk idiots, seeing Karens and stuff, and um, just a thought on that note, I know it's off topic, but eh, maybe they shouldn't have booze on a plane. That's, you know, solve a lot of that problem. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah. if you've ever ridden a Greyhound, you can't see, you, you can't show them on a Greyhound, on a Greyhound. I mean, that's the dregs of society, you know, I've ridden it many times <laughs> in my life, and um, you know, it's, uh, let me put it this way. The nicest looking people on the Greyhound, ladies and gentlemen, usually just got out of the can. just got out of the joint, you know? Um, <laughs> very true. They don't call it the dirty dog for a reason, you know, for no reason. Anyhow, <laughs> this gun stuff, we got to do something about it. And it's, you know what? We shouldn't even call it this gun stuff. What we should call it is these marginalized people that are in crisis that need somebody to give a shit about them, you know? And, and step up. Yes, yes. It's a, it's a societal problem. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's going to take us coming together as a society. And one of the things that I always see after one of these shootings that, that bothers me is how everyone just politicizes it. You know, you'll see the mm-hmm. far left going, well, it's the Republicans' fault because they're soft on guns. And you hear the far right going, it's the Democrats' fault because they're soft on crime and, and they, they don't punish these people. And it's, Stop it. Stop using it to try and win points, to get reelected and get your face out there, and stop hating each other. I, you're, we're going to have to reach right. across the aisle to one another and find common ground and come together and say, this is all of our problems. We're all part of it. We're all in it together. We all play a little role in it happening, and we can all play a role in stopping it. You know what I've never heard after one of these school shootings and whatnot, Pam? I always hear well, we want to put armed guards in there with metal detectors or whatever. Um, folks, I grew up in Detroit. I'll tell you, that metal detector is very easy to get around. You have a pocket handful of iron filing <laughs> and a magnet. Not a problem. Um, everybody in Detroit knew that. Um, that's why there's never any things like that in Detroit. Anyway, that, I'm getting off the point. But you know what you never see? They always want to put guards or arm the teachers or, I don't know, call in the F, uh, the uh, National Guard or whatever to patrol the hallways uh-huh. of, of Nowhereville High School. Um, you never hear them say, you know what we're going to do first thing? We're putting, we have one counselor to try, for a few smart kids we have, to try to guide them towards the college. We're actually, as part of the health part, uh, department here, the nurse and all this and that. We're adding two counselors, mental health counselors. Somebody's having a problem, they're getting bullied or something. Um, they can go talk to these people, these trained expert professionals on how to deal with this stuff. You know, um, we're going to spend yeah. the money on that way. And do something that. about the bullying. You know, you, you see it. Yeah. I, I don't get on like the. You know, I, I don't. I don't look for violent videos or anything, but every now and then you go on AOL or something and you see it and you'll see this violent video, these kids attacking one kid. And, 
you know, you read a little bit of the article and it's like, oh, the parents have been complaining to the principal and to the teachers and nothing had been gotten done. It's like, what? you got to be kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> How can you let this slide by? And I realize, I realize I'm an old man and I came from a different time and it's a different world and the world's very different than where, where I grew up uh, in many ways, both positive and negative. But I'll tell you something. When I was a kid that you never saw, um, suicide. You never had 12-year-old girls killing, hanging themselves because they got a bunch of shit on a phone from their classmates in the seventh grade or whatever. Yes. They never yes. saw it. It's it like, never happened. You know, if, if you got bullied, you got called names or something. And, but, you know, when you got home, it was kind of your haven. Now there's, no, there's nowhere safe. No. No. And, and – you know, it, 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 it's weird. I, I'm telling you, and people, these are our kids, you know. They, no 12-year-old should ever have enough crap going on in their life where, where that looks like a better option. You know what I mean? Nobody, no human, That's right. no person any age should have that. But I'm saying, especially a kid. Come on, man. A kid, you know. Um, well, you know, it's hard enough for adults. It's, it's painful for adults. Yeah. A child is much less equipped emotionally and mentally to deal with it and trying to figure out, you know, what do I do to make this stop? And that's where the parenting comes in. Pay attention to what, you know, I don't have kids, but, you know, I'd like to think if I did, I'd I'd be able to somehow pay attention to what they're doing online. I'm sure, though, it's very hard. I'm sure it's very difficult to do that with phones and their friend has a phone, and their friend's parents don't care what they're doing on their phone, so they can use it. And it's, I'm sure it's very hard. You know what, though? Is it, I, every, every person that says, well, it's just that I've ever heard say, that's just so hard to keep track of this or whatever. And, if, and I know these people personally that say that. I'm like, yeah, but you know what? Um, you have no problem keeping track of your husband's phone or your wife's phone, you know. <laughs> if you really wanted to keep track of shit, you've got a pretty good track record of that, you know. Uh, there's a reason you guys are going counseling, remember? Uh, <laughs> I may not have said it. I might have thought that. And um, hopefully the person I'm talking about isn't listening. That's all I'm saying. Right now, there's about 50 people that are listening to the show going, is he talking about me? What? No. <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm not talking about any of you. Anyhow, <laughs> this is a very serious thing, and I love that you put your money where your mouth is, and, and you wrote it. Should we play the track, Falling Off the Merry-Go-Round, go and then for talk it, yeah. about it, or do you want to talk about it and leave yeah, it? Yeah, play it. Which way do you want to go? Let's, okay. We'll let's play, play it. it. Let's play it, and then we'll, we'll talk more about it. Here it is, folks. This is uh, Falling Off the Merry-Go-Round by Pam Ross. Check this out. Fantastic.
Ladies and gentlemen, what a track. What a track. Oh, my gosh. Merry-go-round. Oh, or falling off the merry-go-round. What am I saying, merry-go-round? Falling off the merry-go-round. Pam Ross, ladies and gentlemen. Pam, you knock, you're like Babe Ruth. You just go out and point to the stand <laughs> and hit a home run. Um, it's amazing. It's amazing. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, let me, uh, well, first off, this track is available, right? People can pick this track oh, yes. up. Yes, yes, you can um, get it anywhere, anywhere that you can buy or stream music. You can also go to my website at pamrossmusic.com, and you can buy it there, and you can watch the videos. You can go to YouTube and watch videos, and yeah. Fantastic. This is a great website, Pam. You've got a good website. You know, and I'm a good judge of websites because I'm an old man. Um, I and, and I'm in the art world. Like, I have all these friends. They're like, hey, here's my website. I'm like, how the hell? What is this? And they're like, I said, I can't even hear <laughs> the music. And they're like, well, did you give the banana to the monkey in the tree and then do solve this? I'm like, no, I'm not doing all that. Why don't you put a label that says music and I'll, I, I can get to it. But um, this is this is great. It's all easy to navigate. I love it. I love it. And, um, okay, and you know the you. cool thing about this? The coolest thing about this, folks, there's a little, uh, there, there's a, in the navigation here at the top, um, it's the fourth label in called Shows. And usually when you click on a band's website and you click on Shows, it's just a bunch of shows that have already passed. And you're like, oh. Yes. Yes, or I, 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 there's nothing there. Upcoming, upcoming right. shows is all you see. Yes, I, I I know what you're talking about. No, mine is updated all the time. There's all kinds of shows coming up. Oh, my I gosh. have a lot of shows coming up. And every time I, I, I book one, that's where I put it on the calendar, and then I go into Bandoozle, and I put it on my website, and as soon as the show's done, it's gone. Wow, this is fantastic. This is fantastic. Look at all this. She's working, folks. She's working, and there's nothing wrong with that. That is a good thing. Um, I'm trying. Yeah, these are great. These are great. I'll tell you, and Americana music, um, singer-songwriter music and whatnot, so popular. We, My sister-in-law and her husband um, are, uh, I don't know what the word is, now, hipsters, I guess you would call it, kind of a yuppie hipster mm-hmm. type couple. We love them to death. We love them to death. They're great. Um, you know, uh, but they're just that type and they, they love, they're aficionados of IPA beers and stuff like, like they understand. I don't understand any of that. You know I, I, mean? I, I, I gotta say, um, I do. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a beer snob. I'm, I have to, see, I'm with beer like see, some I people are with nothing. wine. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm very picky. I'm I'll drink water problem. before I'll drink a beer that I don't like really. Um, yeah. That's awesome. I, I need to take a class and learn all this stuff, you know, because I have friends like you. You need to hang out with me for a weekend. Just come on over. I'll tell you. I'll teach you all about it They're like, oh, I'll take a rosé or whatever, you know, and and I have no idea, you know. Now, and this just probably says something about how we grew up, uh, you and Tim, you know. Now, liquor, vodka, and tequila, I can talk about all day and like your guitars, I can taste the difference. (laughs) You know, <laughs> no problem. Um, but yeah, beer and wine, I don't know. But anyway, so we go to a lot of these um, brewery type places and stuff that they uh, that they uh-huh. frequent. You know, they tell us about. We, we try to class it up and go to one of these. 
and uh, it's very popular. The uh, the indie uh, Americana music, and every time we go, um, you know, it's not pretentious. It, it's not some lady at, at a little turntable playing, you know, trip hop or something, which <laughs> I was kind of used to before moving here. It's very Americana, and it's it's truth and uh, kind of roots rock, you know, but but a little more mellow. I uh, I love it. I love it. I think it's uh, very appealing to a huge. And I'm seeing on here. I'm seeing you're, you're doing a, some acoustic shows and whatnot. That's cool, man. You got it down. Yeah, yeah. I do you a lot of acoustic shows. I've been playing with my. Uh, I've been playing with my league. I do have a league guitarist. I'm trying to put a band uh-huh. together. Uh, I think I told you before. Every one of my my records, I hired them. Because uh, I really didn't even uh-huh. know anyone around here. Because uh, I was mm-hmm. new to to North Carolina, so um, I, I hired everyone. And the, the lead guitarist, he's from Canada. Uh, wow. Amazing guitarist named Ivan Pettit. And, um, yeah, and, and I also used a local guitarist uh, uh, for a couple tracks. And, you know, but got it together. And, and then all of a sudden, you know, when I, uh, I've been wanting to put a band together and just kind of looking here or there. But I was, I've been doing fine just going out and playing on my own. And then when yeah. I signed on with MTS as my um, artist management and promotion, Things just just exploded, and um, I'm like, oh god, I really need a band now. <laughs> People are like, hey, you know, like we want to book the band, and I'm like, well, I don't have the band. Oh. So I do have a lead guitarist, and he's been playing out with me at shows, and it's been a lot of fun. But I'm still looking That's for, awesome. you know, drummer, bass player, and I would like a, a keyboard player. I play keys on the album, but I mm. can't obviously play my guitar and the keyboard at the same time. So I also do want to get a, a keyboard player. So if anyone's listening Absolutely. out there and you want to play with me. <laughs> oh, gosh. You're going to get emails now. Facebook you're going to get emails. My, my, my website. <laughs> I hope so. That'd be great. That that would be awesome. And, folks, she doesn't even mind if you paint your fingernails black. There you go. That's I do not. Awesome. I just care how uh, you sound. You can wear a pink tutu on stage for all I care. Just <laughs> sound good. <laughs> Actually, that might be cool. That would be something people would talk about. Yeah, she's that chick who has the guy in the pink tutu on bass. It's amazing. But just don't drink the Bud Light. That's all. No. I'm kidding, <laughs> yeah. folks. I'm kidding. I don't even drink beer, and I went out and bought a six-pack after all that mess. Um, and now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, 
jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Rockscare, the online webshop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings, from La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. But uh, I don't anyway. drink Bud Light because I don't like Bud Light. It's, I'm not a light beer drinker, so <laughs> you know, I just drink what I like. That I have ever really drank, and this this when I was a kid, and you go to a club. And this club I went to, all they served was, uh, it came in green bottles called Rolling Rock. And, Rolling uh, Rock. Rolling the, Rock Beer from yeah. Pennsylvania. Well, the great thing yep. about the bottle that it came in, two things. When you were finished the beer, if you brought your own, like, little water bottle full of vodka or something, it looks just <laughs> like the beer. Um, not saying you should do that, kids. Don't do that. That's, that was a different time, different period. 
Um, but the other thing is if you just wanted to nurse a beer, you know, you meet a girl, you've got three bucks in your pocket. You can't, you know, you better, you better get her a drink and nurse your beer. Um, and in that situation, I can tell you a million times, but um, you can't see the liquid that much in the Rolling Rock bottle. So, and, and yeah, I got those dark green bottles. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. that's great. That's great. That's the only tasted terrible. Tasted like, you know, I would imagine horse pee would taste like or something. Uh, horrible. I'm not a beer person, <laughs> though, you know. Um, but it was cheap, and that's, that's the only thing I know about, about that. Um but yeah, that is that is very cool. I was gonna say, uh, you mentioned uh signing with NTS, um, Mike Stover and the crew there. I have worked with them for about oh gosh now, seven years or something, you know, doing the show here, the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um Mike Stover never sleeps. I can email Mike at three AM in the morning and then he immediately emails back. <laughs> I'm like, I'm I, I try not to do that to him. I, I try to keep business hours with him. Like, I there's something I wanted to uh, email him about, and I'm like, no, it's a Sunday. I'm not going to bother him on a Sunday. Spend it with his family. I'm, I, I'll wait until Monday. I, I, I try not to, to do that. But, yes, he does respond very promptly, and uh, I am thankful for that because I'm, I'm not, I admit, I'm not a patient person. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm going to try, Pam, you're inspiring me. I'm going to try to be more like you. You were inspiration. Um, I never even would think about it. I'm like, you know, that's that's good. That's good. I'm going to think about it now. Uh, Very, very cool. Well, let me ask you. Falling off a merry-go-round has dropped. It is out. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, potential video coming for it soon, depending on, uh, you know, how it does and whatnot and all this and that. Um, That's how that works in the business, folks. Uh, But I know a lot of musicians. And I just know a lot of creative people. And Pam, I'm sure you're this way. Are the gears turning for the next single? Or do you have the next five already mapped out? Oh, yeah. It's all mapped out. Everything's everything's mapped I out. I, I, I have changed it up because when I signed with uh, MTS, um, they wanted to get this song out right away. And um, so, and they also wanted to change the frequency in which I release things. So mm. I was releasing songs, I think, once every... Uh, five weeks or six weeks or something, and they want to do no, one every two months for more time for yeah. promotion. So I did change yeah. up the lineup. Uh, and since this is such an intense, heavy, strong song, I wanted to go with something more uh, lighthearted. So the next song is going to be called In Your Smile, and it's, uh, it's a happy love song. Nice. Nice. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with the love song, folks. Nothing wrong with the love song. Just when you think you know what's going on, I'm going to change it. Trust me, the sound's going to be different. It's going to be everything's going to be different. (laughs) That's awesome. I go crazy. I, you know, I'll do if I'm part of a like a group art show or something like that. I'm usually let me put it this way. Let me just tell you, I uh, I'm usually the last person. Like somebody drops out of a show or something, they call me. Like, yeah, Jamie, we need ten paintings. uh, You know, in two weeks. How about that? Um, okay. And I always <laughs> say yes, you know, and um, yeah, but I'm always the second prettiest girl to dance. Um, and that's just how it is. And that's, you know, I'm not complaining. Um, but, but the t- hard part is, is you do this amazing painting, or in Pam's case, you make this amazing single. You want everybody to know about it. I'm sure you're like me. I'm like, I want to post this right now and let everybody see it. Can't do it. Can't do it. You got to. It's so frustrating. <laughs> it's so 
Yeah, you just got to wait. But I just, you know, I just focus on what's out there right now. Um, I mean, you do have to plan and have everything, which I do have to come out with a cover for the single. Um, Michael's waiting on that. But, uh, yeah, you got to plan. But I'm just enjoying this song being out and, um, you know, crossing my fingers that it, it really does a lot. Well, I think it will. I think this is an important, important topic, um, you know, and it's, you know, the scary part, I was just going to say, I was just going to say, you know, a couple of years ago, we, we don't live that far from Parkland down here where, where this, all that tragedy happened and oh, uh, wow. terrible, terrible thing, you know, maybe, maybe I, I don't know, uh, maybe 20 minutes away, something like that. I mean, it's not far, you know, it's not far It's, it's in, in the neighborhood. You know, we know people whose kids, but I, as I say that in my head, I'm thinking, I also know people, uh, kids went to the school in Rochester where it happened, in, in Colorado where it you know, in the Texas where it happened. I shouldn't be, have those thoughts. This should be a weird, unique thing, like, oh, you know somebody, you know, where this happened. But no, it happened everywhere. And that's not, that ain't Yeah, and it's, you know, I, sh- I shouldn't have to write a song like this. No one should have right. to write a song about this. And that's, you know, it's kind of the, the point of it all. And, um, and, and I'm, I'm just trying to make people think with it, you know, see, see that it's not a very single-minded answer. There's just not one answer for stopping this, for dealing with this. And I'm just trying to open people's eyes and make them think. And um, like I said, sometimes people don't like that. They, they really don't. They don't want to think that they have no. anything to do with it. It's not their problem. They didn't contribute in any way, shape, or form. Um, you know, it's not a society problem. It's just, it's just a gun problem or it's just a bullying problem. No, it's, it's everything. Mm. And I, I don't want that to people to get scared away and not want to listen to it like because of that. But I realize maybe some people won't. Um, they, but... It is, it is what it is. I, I tried to write a, a truthful song about a very real problem that isn't going away. Right. Right. And, you know, and you're right, Pam. You're right. You're absolutely right. Frankly, I, I would rather hear, I love this, I'm not putting the song down by any means, but I would rather have heard you, you know, oh, I wrote a song about how I met my wife. You know, she was looking at test tubes all day. She was in the lab. <laughs> Uh, went out for a beer, saw each other across the room, you know. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm half joking with you, Pam. Uh, but no, I am glad you wrote this song, um, Falling Off the Merry-Go-Round. Fantastic, fantastic. And I'm like, this isn't the single you're looking for the image on, right? Because I like I like this. Uh, I wanted to say, I don't know, it's, it's like an embellished photograph. This is a great, this is a great image on this single. Good job. Oh, the, the falling off the merry-go-round? Yeah, I like it with the kids. Thank you so much. It's a, it's a photo by uh, Jules Aaron that he's since deceased. The picture's from the 1940s. It's a kid in his bathing huh? suit and T-shirt. He's at Coney Island in the 1940s. And um, somehow Jules Aaron was able to make the merry-go-round look like it was spinning out of control. And that's right. what caught my eye. I was looking for ideas to take my own picture. And I came across this, and I went, man, I can't top this. This is, like, perfect. And so I reached out to his family, and they're like, yeah, sure, go ahead and use it. Nice. Nice. That's fantastic. And, yeah, Michael just that loved it when he saw it. 
Well, I just uh, we, yeah, we made the boy I'm a visual red. arts guy. You know, this is great. It is great. Huh? I didn't know it was a vintage photograph. I thought they just used it in a practice. Yeah. Or something. No, this is that that this photograph's is cool. been in um, all kinds of art galleries and the uh, Boston Library. It, it's been all over the place. It's actually kind of famous picture. Nice. And um, that's what the artist was known for. Just kind of walking around the streets with his camera. And he would just take these pictures, and he'd kind of maybe manipulate capturing them a little life. bit, and like he did with this one. Yeah, capturing life, just just real things. And um, nice. So it's just it's just now, good. I was like, this is I, I'm not going to top this. <laughs> no, no, no. And and then you got permission. Yeah, it's fantastic. Hey, I want to let people know. Um, Pam mentioned your website before. Of course, we have links up to it. And folks, when this show, this episode. It's converted to a podcast and we blast out of it. These links stay active, so these still work. Um, and uh, her main website, pamrossmusic.com, uh, uh, Pam Ross Music. There's two S's in Pam Ross, uh, music.com. And, uh, you know, Pam, I love you so much. It is so great. Look at this, folks. Look at this, her Instagram and Facebook links. And, Pam, you don't understand. I don't know if anybody understands this. Um, it's all Pam Ross music. You just put at Pam Ross music into Instagram or Facebook and boom, there you go. Um, so many people and especially new young bands, they'll have like a different address for everything. They're like, well, my TikTok address is this, my Facebook is this. And it usually has nothing to do with their music. And um, Pam's like, no, man, I need you to get too. Yeah. I want Keep people it later. simple. Something people can remember in, in a world where we have, 50 password codes for every single thing we do. <laughs> you know, what's my password for this? What's the password for my phone? What's the password for my computer? What's my work password? Oh, my goodness. We don't need to make things more complicated. And I don't need to make it more complicated because I won't remember. It's Pam Roth music. What what more do I need to put out there? It's oh, Pam that, music. That is, that is very true, Pam. A couple of years ago, I, um, little compu- I had one computer in those days. And uh, now I've got like five in here, but uh, no, not really three, three big ones. Um, but the thing is, is um, my main computer a couple of years ago died. It, it had met the end, ran, ran its race. It was done. And everybody's like, yeah, so you get a new computer. I did. And the problem was I had logged into everything. I had it saved in the computer. The old computer that died had no idea. And everybody's like, yeah, so you just hit forget password, and they send it to your email. Couldn't log into my email, ladies and gentlemen. Couldn't remember the password. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yes, yes, yes. That's three days. That's not hard to believe. I felt like a hacker, like a safe cracker or something, man, trying to (laughs) put in capitals and underscore spaces in between stuff. (laughs) My wife finally cracked it because she's smart. <laughs> I'm not, not so much. Yes, yes, but my wife is also a computer guru. Um, yes, yeah. I, I'm okay in the That's computer. Nice but I'm not have. tech savvy. She's tech savvy, <laughs> big time. So she, uh, right. yes, she definitely helps me out. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. And. The, the secret into our marriage, folks, is that's why I do the dishes all the time. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying, to, trying to pull what weight I can, you know? Trying to pull what weight I can. Anyhow, well, it's amazing. So, Pam, I am so glad. I've had so much fun today. You you are just cool, turned up to 10. 
And um, thank you so much for having me on. Around. Yeah, I'm telling you, anytime, anytime. Um, you know, you're fantastic. I uh, I will definitely uh, let Mike know and whatnot. Any and anything I can do uh, to help the cause, uh, you know, I, I got your back. You count on me. Um, keep doing what you're doing, Tim. I don't know if you ever wake up and not realize this. You are really, really good at what you do. And um, thank you, you so know, much. I'm thank impressed. You. Big fan down here in South Florida, you know, and I, I know there's fans all over the world now. Um, very, very cool. Amazing. Amazing. Can't wait to hear more. Well, thank you so much. I look forward to being on again sometime. Absolutely. We will make that happen. We got a new single coming out. We will definitely make that happen. Folks, that's going to wrap it up for our show. We, um, like I said, these links stay active. Also, we have a link. We mentioned MTS. We have a link to them as well. If you need help, uh, you're in a band or, I don't know, you're doing something cool and you want some PR help on it, these are good guys to have in your corner. Um, that's oh, all yes. I'm saying. All I'm saying. Uh, so, you know, yes. get a hold of those folks and, uh, you know, they they will help you uh, help you out on that. You know they're real good at what they do. Um, very very cool. Now we're gonna blast this. We're gonna convert this to a podcast. And what that means, ladies and gentlemen, that's when we add all the commercials and all this and that. Now if you're sitting around going, you know, I hate commercials. I just hate them. I hate listening to a podcast and have to listen to a commercial every so often. Well, baby, I got you covered. I got you covered. Go to my website, popboxradio.com, or no, actually it's uh, jamierocks.us. And uh, scroll down, and then you can join our VIP club, our Patreon, get all the uh, podcasts commercial-free. That's the basic tier, um, and that applies to all the tiers. Uh, but, yeah, we, uh, we convert this. We blast it out. This episode will be blasted out on all my social media, all the uh, social media platforms, and then on all the podcasting platforms. We're on over 700 of them, and, uh, and all the big ones, Spotify, Pandora, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, you know. If you're listening to the, uh, you know, if you're in the future, hello from the past, um, if you are uh, listening to the show, those links stay active. You know, you're on Pandora or something. Just click on that Pam Ross music, the, the Facebook, you know. Get there, like and share. Like and share. We've yeah, all heard that. You yeah, you know, like the, the world we live in. Hey, and something else I just want to mention, too. Um, one of the cool things about technology and, and where we're at right now Every And I sell birthday cards on my website, and that's great. You know, you want to get somebody a cool birthday card, what, great. You can do that. If you want to be really cool, somebody's having a day or something like that, or they have a birthday or whatever, get a promotion at work, get fired from work, whatever. If you have their email address, go to Pam's website, pamrossmusic.com, and you can pick up this single anywhere and send it to them. Way cooler than giving somebody a birthday card. You know, oh, you I've got several email. singles out. You can send them a bunch. You can you can send them like That's three. Make a, yeah, they got three. You could make them a playlist. You know, like when we were kids, we'd see a pretty girl we like, we'd make her a mixtape or a pretty boy, whatever, oh, whatever yeah. your case may be. Make a Pam Ross mixtape for them. How about that? How about that? <laughs> they can listen to that and drink a $14 beer with some weird name <laughs> or a shirt on it or something. And, um, or a, a nar it wouldn't be a shark, it would be a narwhal or something weird like that. Um see I've been to these breweries, I know. I know. Uh yeah, they can, you know, <laughs> go right in right in the zone there, baby. 
right in the zone. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us, folks. We will be back tomorrow. We've got a, I've got a fantastic uh, director, has a new documentary just came out. And I know it's a weird name. And it's not porn. It's not porn. It's called Mom and Dad's Nipple Factory. And uh, it's about a couple who <laughs> make nipples. Uh, yeah, they do. Uh, this particular uh, woman, the, the mom, uh, in this case, uh, had breast cancer, had one of her breasts. I know there's a term for that that I don't, I can't think of it right now, that's what that's called. Vasectomy? But, um, no, no, not vasectomy. Yeah, vasectomy. yeah, something like that. Yeah. Vasectomy. And uh, she didn't have a nipple on that side anymore, and, and it was messing with her head. And the dad said, yeah, not a problem. Let's make it. Did. And then they found out that a lot of people were in that situation and turned wow. it into a big business. It's amazing. It's an amazing cool. documentary. So, yeah, we have that on tomorrow, the director of that documentary that just, I don't think it's out yet. I think it comes out in, like, next week or something. I don't know. We'll find out tomorrow. Tune in tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, and you'll find out with me. Uh, very, very good. And, uh, hey, I just want to say on an ending note also, um, if you know somebody or you're having some, uh, you know, you're not to the point of licking the windows and putting peanut butter at your face. And it might not sound like a bad idea. There are people to talk to and, um, you know, get some help. Definitely. You're going to be real glad you did, you know, and so are we. So, uh, you know, whatever we can do to help, let's, let's do that. You know, let's, let's all work together and try to kind of change this, this trend easily fixed, um, you know, and it just, the, the the basic thing in this is for us all to start, you know, giving a shit about each other. You know, I, in my opinion, I think that'll go a long way. I agree. You know? I yeah. agree with you 100%. Well, thank you, Pam. Thank you so much. Um, folks, this will be posted out probably in about an hour, and uh, we will see you next time. Pam, you're so cool. Keep doing what you're doing. And uh, Thank you. you. Know. Yeah. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. Bye. Here we go. This has been pop art painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli, Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.